Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Clutter Cricket Podcast. Today I'm going to talk to you about how to get started decluttering your space. There are a lot of different theories on the best way to get started, but it is my experience that the best way to start is with what I call a rubbish roundup. Uh, That means grabbing a trash bag and walking through your house or your apartment or wherever you live and just gathering up the visible trash. Now, this doesn't mean that you're opening drawers or cabinets or anything like that. You're just walking around and then putting any trash that you see into a garbage bag. Okay, so that's the first thing that I want you to do. The next thing that is very important in getting started decluttering your space is creating a landing zone. Now, you may not know what a landing zone is, so I'm going to take a moment to explain that to you. A landing zone is basically an area where when you come into your home, okay, you have a space where you can drop your keys, your your mail, whatever it is that you come walking into the door with, your, your hats, coats, shoes, whatever. You have a landing zone somewhere. It could be a front closet where you hang the coats and the shoes. And then next to that, maybe you have a cube organizer where you put mail and, and just other odds and ends from when you come in or drop your bags from shopping. But you have a landing zone, a place to put things for when you come in the door so that things don't end up in piles somewhere or strewn about the house. You need a landing zone for when you come into your house. Okay, the third thing I want you to do when you're first getting started is to create a command center. And if you don't know what a command center is, that's basically the area from which you kind of run your house or manage your house. This could be in a home office. This could be in the kitchen. It could be up on the wall, the side of the fridge. Um, if it's not you, just you in the home, if you're married or if you're married with children, then you may want to put this somewhere where everyone can see it. So your command center is going to have a calendar um, for that week or that month, it's going to have a place for all of your incoming papers, things like um, the mail. Um, if you don't put them in your landing zone and you and you take them to your command center, that's fine. Uh, the landing zone is for more when they first come in and, and you still need to handle them. But once you've thrown out all the trash, like the, the ads and the junk mail, and you actually have things that need to be handled, that's when you're going to put them into your command center. Okay, so you're going to put those into your command center and you're going to have things for like, you know, kids, school things like, you know, the bus information, um, the school lunch menu. So they're not having chicken nuggets at lunch and then you're making chicken nuggets for dinner that night. (laughs) Um, Things like that, you know, their sports schedules. uh, Maybe you have your work schedule in there if you have a job that you work different hours each week. Uh, Anything like that that you need to reference or refer back to, you're going to want in your command center. Uh, You may also have your action folder in there, which would be like maybe you have some bills you need to pay and you need to keep it there so that you don't forget about your bills. 
but you need a command center so everybody can see what's on the schedule for that week or that month. And then you need a place to keep all of those important papers that you need to refer back to or that you need to take care of quickly like bills or permission slips for your kids for field trips and things like that. Okay, the fourth thing that is going to be very important in the decluttering process is creating a place for homeless clutter. Now that may sound like, well, you know, my whole house is just homeless clutter, <laughs> but homeless clutter is actually those items that really don't have a place where they belong. Odds are most of the things in your house have a space where they should be kept, but there are going to be those random things that just don't have a home. So we need to create a home for that homeless clutter and that will help tremendously with keeping the clutter from, you know, building up and spreading out around the house. So homeless clutter would be things like stuff you need to return to the store or to Amazon. Um, gift cards that you receive that you don't want to forget that you have um, and you want to use them, but you don't really know where to keep them. Uh, let's see, what else can you put in your homeless clutter bin? Let me think about what's in mine. Okay, um, things that I need to, to mail. Like I have six kids. Um, two of them are out of the house. Uh, one's in another state and one is deployed overseas. And so I have things that I want to mail to them or I will save up things to mail to them. Like I don't want to mail things like once, once or twice a month because then the uh, shipping is really expensive just for that one item. But if I save up and put together kind of like a small care package over two or three months and then just, you know, send a little care package, the shipping is cheaper. So I have a, a little place where I will keep all of those things that are kind of in that limbo where they don't really belong in my home. But then again, you know, I need to keep them here temporarily. And that's really the best way to put a homeless clutter area is, is those those temporary things or those things that just just don't have a permanent residence here all right so the next thing that I want you to do is to pick a space to start decluttering and you may be thinking well I don't know where to start that's why I'm here you're supposed to help me <laughs> so I'm going to give you some suggestions on the best place for you to start now I will tell everybody that I always recommend that you start in your master bedroom. And this is because it is the first thing that you see in the morning and the last thing that you see at night. So having a space that is calm and peaceful and tranquil when you wake up and when you're going to bed is really relaxing and rejuvenating and just really helps center you and, and, you know, keep you calm. It's like having, having your own little retreat. So even if the rest of the house looks like a tornado blew through, you can still go to your master bedroom, clear your head and relax in a space that's clutter free. So I always recommend you start in your master bedroom. Okay. If you don't want to start in your master bedroom for some reason, the next best place to start is most likely going to be your kitchen because you have to use your kitchen 
every day. Everybody needs to use the kitchen. It's a high traffic area and it will have a huge impact on your space and how you feel about your space. It will also make things so much easier in your kitchen since it is used so much. It will make things easier when you need to find things or put things away if the space is, is decluttered. So pick whatever works best for you. I really recommend the master bedroom, but if you want something that makes you feel like you've made a bigger difference in terms of the whole house, you know, pick an area that's high traffic, like the kitchen or the living room. Okay, the next thing I want you to do, once you have established what space you are going to start decluttering, I want you to do a tidy 20. Okay, now that I want you to try and fit in as much as you can. I'm trying to accommodate as many schedule types as I can. So Tidy 20 would be spending 20 minutes in that space at least once a day um, decluttering. Okay, I just want you to focus on decluttering right now. Now you may be saying, I, I want to get my house organized. How do I get it organized? You can't right now. If your house is cluttered, you cannot organize right now. And a lot of people have that misconception that, oh, I want to get my house organized. I need to go out and buy bins and baskets and totes and things. No, no, you are not at that step yet. Okay. And that is so common for people to run out to the Dollar Tree or Walmart or Target and get all these organizing bins and things. But this is not that step. Before you can do those things, before you get all the pretty baskets and bins and labels, the first thing you have to do is declutter. Otherwise, it won't matter how many bins and baskets you have if you haven't decluttered. It's not going to work. Okay, so you need to start with the decluttering. So once you have your space, I want you to do a tidy 20, spend 20 minutes in there every day, at least once a day, um, just decluttering. Um, pick once, like if you've picked an entire room, like let's say you pick the master bedroom, then pick a space in that room to start with. Maybe the first thing you're going to do is declutter your closet. Okay, then start there and focus on the closet until it's done. Do 20 minutes each day all at once doing a tidy 20. Or if you're just super busy, maybe you work multiple jobs or you work outside the home and you have kids and you have to make dinner and, and still keep the rest of the house up. I get it. I'm a single mom of six. I work oh God, is six or seven jobs. I have so many jobs. I have to sit and think about them all and count them every time. <laughs> I, I get it. Time is precious and there is just never enough of it. So if you can't fit in a tidy 20, do five minutes. Believe me, five minutes matters. You do what you can when you can, but you need to make sure you're getting it in every day. Even if you have to set your alarm five minutes earlier, you use those five minutes just to go to that space and declutter. You will be surprised how much you can get done in five minutes. And while you're doing the tidy 20 or the five minutes, whatever you can fit in, maybe for you it's 10 or 15 minutes, or maybe for you it's 30 minutes, you know, whatever fits in your schedule, just make sure that you get that in every day. Okay. But I want you to sort your things into these categories. Keep, trash, donate, 
and sell. Now the sell bin is optional. That's only if you have the time and the energy to actually sell the stuff. If it's going to just go in the sell bin and then it's going to take you six months to get around to posting it on Facebook or Craigslist, you need to donate it or throw it away. Okay. Don't, don't play around. Don't, don't, don't even go there. If you're not going to follow through, don't put it in the sell pile. Okay. So keep, toss, donate, and maybe a sell. Okay. So just as you're sorting your things, just sort them into these piles. When your donate bin gets full, you can put that stuff in the car, drop it off at the thrift store, or you can just go online and schedule the local thrift store to come pick the items up. It's free. Uh, most of the thrift stores have some sort of service like that. Well, they will come out and pick up the things that you don't want. So just get it done and don't wait till you're completely finished with the space. If your bin is full, do it then. Otherwise, you're just going to be trickling all that stuff out onto the floor and you're just making a whole new clutter pile there. <laughs> and we don't want to do that. Once you've gotten that space down, you may have come across some things that you couldn't make a decision on. Maybe it was a struggle. You, you didn't know if you needed to keep it or if you should let it go. Those are things that I want you to create a time capsule for. A time capsule is basically a, a tote, uh, a cardboard box. I recommend a cardboard box, honestly, where you put these items in. Like you don't know if you still need them. You don't know if you're going to use them. Put them in a time capsule. Okay. Uh, once it's full up, seal it up, tape it shut, put it in your basement, your garage, your storage area, the back of your closet, whatever. Okay. Um, Put it away and put a date on it, okay? Um, like six months or a year from now. No more than a year, okay? When that six months or that year is up, okay, if you have not had to get back into that box for any of those items, you take that whole box, you don't even untape it, you just pick up that whole box, drop it off at the thrift store, have them come pick it up, whatever, but you let it go. You don't open it back up to see what's in it. If you haven't needed those things in six months or a year, you clearly don't need them. Okay. So let them go. Okay. The next thing I want you to do on your starting off decluttering journey is to teach your kids to tidy. If you don't have kids, you can skip this part, but uh, most of you probably have kids. I want you to teach your kids to tidy and you are probably thinking that, well, if it was that easy, I would have already done that, but there are great ways to help teach your kids to tidy. Give them one bin, you know, if you haven't gotten their rooms tidy, if their rooms are, are cluttered too, give them one bin, okay, with some toys in it. And just every day, make sure that they put the toys back in that bin. It doesn't need to take a long time. It's just here, these toys live in this bin. And then make sure they pick them up every day, make a game out of it. Let's see how fast you can get that done. And, you know, and then put, set a timer. And then when they get it done in one minute or two minutes or whatever, yay, you did a good job. I'm so proud of you. That was awesome. High five. And really give them all of that, you know, positive encouragement and positive feedback. And they will respond really well to that. We will talk more about 
actually decluttering a kid's room and how is best to organize a child's room in another podcast. But for now, I want you to start teaching your kids about cleaning up and tidying. Even in in the kitchen, maybe it's snack time. When you open their snack, um, as you put their snack on their plate, maybe you hand them the trash to go throw it away. Just get them into the habit of cleaning and tidying. Those little things really do add up and they really do make a difference. Okay, the next thing I want you to do is Talk to your family. Now, when I say that, I mean the family that lives in your house with you. If you're by yourself, again, you can skip this step. But if you're married or married with children, I want you to talk to your family about why you're decluttering um, and why it's important and, you know, how having a cluttered space makes you feel and how you want the space to feel. Okay, letting them know what you're doing And why you're doing it goes a long way in terms of getting them to to help you and be supportive. Okay. And some families may have someone else who's a cause of the clutter. Perhaps you're very neat and tidy, but you have a spouse who is not. (laughs) Um, Maybe they come in and just drop everything wherever they are and they go about their day (laughs) and then you're the one that's left tidying up after them. That's a very common thing that I hear. Um, So the best thing to do at first, lead by example. That's the best thing I can tell you. Lead by example. What you don't do at any point with your husband or your kids is nag or be negative about it. Don't say, you need to go pick this up. I need you to pick this up. Why haven't you picked this up? Go pick this up. Go clean this up. I'm tired of picking this up. Why don't you ever help me? Why am I the only one doing this? If that sounds like you, stop. Because what you're doing is making them not want to help you at all. Uh, I I know that that, you know, may sound frustrating and I, I get it. Believe me, I get it but you're going to catch more flies with honey. (laughs) So just trust me, let them know what you're doing. Let them know why. And then lead by example. Okay. And they may not help at first. They may not be on board and it's going to be frustrating, but at some point they, they will start to come around. Okay. And the more positive you are about it and the positivity really is going to come from your mindset. So If you have the mindset of, I'm doing this for me, I'm decluttering and and getting my house in order for me because I want a clean and tidy home because I like my house to be clutter free, then you're doing this for yourself and it's no longer a blame game of, you know, this is your fault. It's like this. Why aren't you helping me? You're now giving yourself the gift of a clean and tidy home because it makes you happy. And eventually they'll see how happy it makes you. They will see how nice it is to live in a clutter-free space, to be able to find things when they need them, and they will hop on board. So patience is the best thing. Patience and positivity, okay? So just trust me on this. Patience and positivity. All right. So those are my tips for getting started. These are for the people that are just 
drowning in clutter and you just don't know where to start and you just you just need to know what direction to go in. So just for a review, we're going to start with the rubbish roundup, which is a sweep of all the trash in the house. You're going to create a landing zone. So a place to put your things when you first walk in the door. A command center, so basically a place to manage your home from with a calendar and, you know, a place for those uh, reference papers and important action papers. You're going to create a place for homeless clutter. So um, gifts that are coming in or out, uh, gift cards, returns, you know, things like that. You're going to pick your zone you want to start in. You're going to work on a tidy 20 or five minutes a day, whatever you can fit in, but at least five minutes a day in your zone. Once you finish that zone, then you go to another zone. Okay. And if you have things that were maybes, make sure you're creating your time capsules and putting a date on them. Don't forget to schedule donation pickups for the things that are donate or to go drop them off at your local thrift store. Or you can always post them on one of those Facebook community share groups and people will come and pick that stuff up same day. <laughs> Remember to get your kids involved in the process. You know, teach them how to tidy. If you've got older kids, you know, give them, give them a small job. Don't make it big. Don't make it anything that's going to make them super cranky. Start off small and just give them a task like, Hey, um, can you please dump the bathroom trash for me once a week? You know, just, you know, just start getting them involved. And then remember to talk to your family about why, what is your why for doing this? How it makes you feel and you know, what your goal is. Remember to keep up on the positivity and the patience if you do share your home with other people and just give them time to, to get on board. And remember, you're not doing this for them. You're doing this for you because you want a clutter-free clutter space, because you want a home that makes you feel good when you walk in the door. You want to live clutter-free. This is your gift to yourself. All right, that's it for my podcast today. If you have any comments, please leave them below and good luck on your decluttering journey.